So it's safe to say that politics has become a battlefield and we are at odds with one another. Republican versus Democrat, Democrat, Republican versus Republican. The Republican Party is divided and it's obvious on that. Some people think that they're all supporting Trump. They are not. The Democrats are, of course, behind the obvious candidates. And essentially, those of us who want change, well, I'm going to try to be a good sport. And, well, you know. So, it is obvious that the things that we've gone back, gone, been going through lately, we need to take action. We as citizens have to step up to the plate and we have to see if we can crack this one out of the park. We can't keep standing around thinking to ourselves that if we just write a letter, put up a protest sign, and say crazy things about what's going on, that that's what's going to solve it, because it isn't. What's going to solve it is taking action, voting. If we vote, this will change. This will change. If we vote, we have to vote. And that is the action that we must take. As redundant as that sounds, there's no other way to put it. JC Homelander, Cal, HD. Well, what it is with people or what it is with things and situations, tough circumstances and everything else is that what we tend to do sometimes is, um, is we tend to believe that if we get things off our chests, if we talk about a problem with someone, anyone, that somehow maybe that person will carry it to the right place. But unfortunately, the biggest term in doing that is what you're saying falls on deaf ears if that person cannot actually move you forward with the situation or problem you're going through. So here's what happens in actuality. You go to barbecue, say, and you're in the union and the union says we're supposed to be getting a 50 cent raise tomorrow. So you're sitting at the barbecue and you're talking about this with this guy, this guy. If those guys are not in your union or not union executives or union representatives, you're discussing this raise possibility with the wrong people or your overall income and everything else. This is why I don't like talking about my personal issues. Like if I can't pay my bills, it gets on my, and I was doing it for a long time too, as well. And the reason why I'm getting on this topic is I'm going to bring it to you. It's a very important, a very good reason when I get to the end, you're going to see it is that when we want to fix a problem and it's really mounting up in us, mounting up on us, you tend to maybe most people go to a friend in the family and stuff like that and talk about it. And that's good getting it off your chest. What happens with it is you have a soundboard and your soundboard isn't reverberating back. Take this to a professional, seek counsel, go to the doctor, see this, do that. They listen, but sometimes they don't give a possible solution. So if a person looks like they're having a mental health problem, see a psychiatrist. If a person looks like they're sick, see a doctor. If a person looks like they scabbed their knee, give them a band-aid, but then send them to the hospital, see your doctor. Don't leave a person hanging in this way where they just talk to you. 
and they don't fix the situation. Because the problem with not fixing the situation is, is that that's where these people are coming. They just, they're just venting their important vital information as bad as just putting a social security number on the internet. And it's, it just leads them to get hacked. It leads them to get hurt and be hurt and stay hurt. So if you're a person that needs a problem fixed, it's good to get it off your chest, but it's even better to get it off your chest at a professional, at a person who can help you fix that problem. Instead of being a kind of person who just, who just, just your hot air with that person. Because my mother, I will talk to my mom, she'll do the same thing. I don't know what to do about it. What can I do about it? And I say, sometimes it's just that you listen. That's what you can do about it. And she misses it. And I understand now why she misses it. Because she's not a professional. And I'm not a professional. But when I say most people seek counsel, there is a solution out there. Seek it. Uh, get on the net. Research it. Things like that. I tell people which way to go. It's on 3rd Street. It's on 4th Street. It's east, south, north, west. It's right across. It. It's right behind you. Okay, I know that answer. So, JC Walmart, HD, Cal. I hope this works. Until next time. Joseph Giangelo, dubbed the Golden State Killer, has been sentenced at the age of 74 and was a former police officer. And he was the Golden State Killer. Uh, he's been sentenced for about 13 rapes and 13 murders in the 1970s and 80s. And he also publicly admitted to dozens more sexual assaults for which the statutes of limitations had been expired. So, what thoughts come to mind on this case? For me, having been a former security person and investigator, private investigator, not public, um, if a person uh, has admitted to crimes that were done decades ago, um, he had to have led them to where places where he buried or murdered people or would have to have had, or he would have to have much exact details of the case but he was a police officer. So he still had access to this information at the same time. So part of my mind goes, are we sentencing him because he's admitting to the crimes or does he really have details that not even a policeman could have had? J.C. Homelander, Cal, HD.